foremost, Christmas is about God in the person of Jesus Christ visiting our planet. But not only is it about that visit, but we also get visits from family and friends. Now, if your family is anything like my family, some of those visits, we're really thankful that Christmas only comes once a year. And some of those other visitors, man, we enjoy being with them so much, we just wish they'd come back every week. Well, some folks here tonight, on behalf of the entire congregation of Sasha Baptist Church, if you're visiting with us and you come on Christmas and maybe Easter, we want to let you know that we consider you one of those visitors that we would like to come back every week. And we're open every Sunday. So if you're here for Christmas and you live in the area, we would love to have you come back and, and uh, knock on our door again any Sunday morning between now and Easter. Don't wait till Easter, till Easter to come back. If you are a visitor, you'll, you'll uh, look in front of you in the pew, pew rack there, you'll see a little folder that looks like this that says, Welcome to Sasha Baptist Church. And inside of it's a packet of information that may give you some information about different ministries we have going on here at Sasha Baptist Church. We invite you to take that home with you when you leave at the conclusion of the service. Thank you. Well, good afternoon once again. Would you please find the order of worship for tonight? And would you please stand? We're going to read responsively our call to worship, and then we're going to join together in lifting our voices in praise. If you would please follow with the bold text. But you, Bethlehem, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel. You will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty and the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. Come and see what God has done, how awesome his works in man's behalf. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come and has redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation.
Jesus, Luke 2, 1 through 7. 
In those days, Caesar Augustus is issued a decree that, that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while the Quirinian was governor of, of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to, this, to the house of, and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to, to, to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. You may remain seated for the singing of What Child Is This?
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared, and the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to men in whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord had told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who had heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And would you please stand as we sing. Oh 
Oh, 
Gospel writer Matthew records the birth of Jesus with these words. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill What the Lord has said through the prophet, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded. He took Mary home to be his wife, but he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Look at this. I mean, snapped clean in half. I told Benjamin when he was building the cart, you cannot use cheap pine like this to build a cart. It's going to snap when you load it. And he says, oh, Joseph, you're such a pessimist. But, uh, you know, look at this now. Well, I suppose the good thing is his optimism is keeping me in business, which, uh, you know, it's a good thing because... Got a family now. Just got married recently. Got a little kid too. Little boy. He's cute. Yeah, you've probably heard of us. We're that couple. We're the couple that everybody's talking about. When we go out in the markets, everyone's looking at my wife like, you know, there she is. We're the couple that got married and, you know, we already had a kid on the way. That's us. But like... You know, what am I going to tell people? The truth? 
because they're going to think I'm crazy if I told them what really happened, you know? I mean, they wouldn't believe me for a second. I bet you wouldn't believe me either. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened, and you see if you believe it or not. I, uh, I got engaged I don't know, a little over a year ago, and uh, a girl named Mary, she's here in town. I'd known her growing up, and our parents arranged the wedding. And uh, Anyway, we get engaged, and not long after we do, she heads off to the south to see her cousin Elizabeth. I don't know why she left at the time. I didn't know where she was going, but she takes off. And I come to find out later, her cousin Elizabeth was pregnant, and which is kind of weird because her cousin's older. and was, you know, She shouldn't be having kids, but she did. But anyway, that's a whole other story. So uh, she, comes, she comes back after being away for three or four months. And let me just say, Mary looked a little, I don't know, different. <laughs> she had grown. And I don't mean like this. I mean like, okay. And I walk in the room to see her after like three or four months, and I look at her, and she's obviously pregnant, and you know, it blew me away. She could obviously tell by my face that I was in shock. And, and she says, Joseph, you don't understand. It's not what you think. Let me explain. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't need you to explain this to me. What I know is you went away for three months, you come back and now you have a child and I know one thing for certain, I'm not the father. And so I, you know, I left. She wanted to talk more. She's pleading with me. I just stormed out. You know, frankly, I was steaming. I was so angry. Now, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. You know what I wanted to do? I'll be real honest with you. I wanted to grab her, drag her into the marketplace and then publicly denounce her in front of everybody so they would know what kind of woman she is and defend my integrity. That's my, that was what I was tempted to do. But instead, you know, fortunately, I, I went back to the shop, I pounded some nails, cut some wood, calmed down, and I thought about it more. I said, you know, I've got to do the right thing here. What's the right thing? And so I thought about it some more, and, and I said, you know, the right thing is just to divorce her quietly. Because, you know, in our culture, when you get engaged, that's the same as getting married in terms of permanence. And to break off an engagement, you have to actually get a divorce. And so I said, that's what I'll do. I said, I'll get up tomorrow morning. I'll just divorce her quietly. I'll, it, it'll be a, a quiet thing. Nobody will have to know. I mean, she's, people are going to find out anyway when she has the kid. She's going to be shamed enough. Why do I have to vindicate myself? So I was like, fine, that's what I'll do. So I went to sleep that night. That's when I had the dream. Yeah. I had this dream about an angel. I, I know. I know you think it's crazy, but I, I'm telling you the truth. I, I was sleeping, and this angel came to me in this dream, and it was so real. It was, like, it was like a vision more than a dream. It was like I could see the angel. It was like I was awake, except I knew I was dreaming. It was the weirdest thing. It was so real. I can still remember what the angel said to me, which is really weird, because I never remember my dreams. But uh, this time I could. The angel said to me, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And I woke up. Yeah, I told you, you'd think I was crazy. 
I'm telling you. So I'm up the rest of the night. I can't go back to sleep. I mean, how do you sleep after a dream like that? I'm like, oh, what do I do? So the next morning, you know, finally morning comes and I rush right over to Mary's house. It's first light. I'm knocking on the door. Her dad's like, Joseph, what are you doing? And I was like, I've got to talk to Mary. Now? Yes, now. So, you know, Mary comes out and I said, Mary, I said, I have to tell you something. I had this dream and I start telling her the dream. And like, as I'm telling her the dream, she's crying. And I'm like, What? She says, that's what I was trying to tell you yesterday. That the angel appeared to me and told me the same thing. And she said, the baby is going to be the Messiah and the Savior. And and it's from the Holy Spirit. And she says, and we're supposed to name Him. And then like at the same moment, we both said, Jesus. And then she's like sobbing. And I start sobbing. (laughs) Her dad's like, what are you guys doing? But I'll tell you, that very day, I took her home as my wife. The day I thought I was going to divorce her, that's the day that we got married. You know? Go figure. So anyway, there's the whole census thing. There's the, uh, I know you know about that. had to go to Bethlehem, which is where my ancestors are from. I'm a descendant of King David, and you know that's where King David's from. So I go to Bethlehem for the census, because you know when Rome wants a census, you've got to go and take the census, because no one waits for Rome. Uh, so anyway, she's nine months pregnant. Okay, Two-day journey by donkey. Bumpity, bumpity, bump. By the time we get there, she's ready to have the baby. Okay? So I'm going around, I'm like, oh, I got a wife, she's about to have a baby, and they're like, yeah, right. I'm like, no, really? I'm trying to find a place to stay, there's no place. Finally, I get her a stable. I'm like, honey, I got a stable. <laughs> That's all I could find. And she's like, okay, fine. So we get in the stable. She has the baby. By the way, my first experience with childbirth, it's about the most awful thing I've ever seen. Uh, you know, a man should not have to go through that. I mean, it's really difficult. <laughs> But anyway, the baby's born, we get through that, baby's healthy, everything's fine, and we're wiped out. I mean, the journey, the baby, it's, this whole thing is surreal, and we're crashing on the hay next to some animals. And in the middle of the night, these like shepherds came in the, the room. And, you know, I'm like, oh, great, I, I got the shepherd's stall, and now I probably have to get out of there. They said, no, 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 no you don't understand. We're just here to see the baby. And we're like, what? And, and they told us their story. Apparently, angels appeared to them, too, while they were out in the fields. And the angels told them the same thing they told us. The Messiah was born, the King of Israel had come, and you need to go and see Him. And so, you know, there they were. And we said, well, there's the kid. Have at it. They looked at him. And then we, we went back. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just sort of been very plain since then, which is weird. I mean, after all that stuff, now we're here back in... Nazareth, and people look at us funny, and I'm back to my carpentry trade, and I'm doing my thing, and she's feeding the baby and changing diapers, and you know, it's like, it's like nothing happened. Except now I'm kind of freaked out, because it's like, what do I do? How do you be a dad to the Savior from God? <laughs> How does one do that? Like, what do I do with him as a girl? Is he going to play ball? 
If he does, is he going to be really good? I don't know. Uh, how do you be a role model for the Savior? I mean, what, what do you do? do you, I don't know. So, so I'm kind of figuring that out. and I'm a little bit of a loss. I've never been a dad before. And there's a lot of pressure here. You know what I'm saying? But there's something else I can't figure out. This is the thing that's really... It's got my head spinning. I just... I can't figure out why us. That does not make any sense to me. You know what I'm saying? I I mean, don't get me wrong. I believe it. I I got the vision with the angel. I saw an angel. We had the shepherds. I mean, it's, it's all too real to be to be fake. I know this is true, but I'm just thinking, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't square up. It doesn't measure up. I mean, why would the Messiah come to a carpenter and his peasant wife? We're nobodies. We're, you know, Joseph the carpenter, no one ever heard of me. You don't go to Nazareth unless you live there or you're lost. That's the only time you go to Nazareth. And this is where the Messiah, the Savior, is going to be raised? Makes no sense. Why did shepherds come to visit him? I mean, if this is the Savior of God, don't you think it should have been like, I don't know, priests or rabbis or something like that? But instead, it's shepherds. None of it fits. It doesn't all go together like it should. The joint isn't right, you know? I can't make sense of it. Like maybe if I was a politician, that would make sense. I am a descendant of David, but you know there's lots of descendants of David. Bethlehem was full of them. You'd think maybe God could have picked a politician, because if this guy's going to lead Israel, he ought to at least know something about politics. Or maybe, maybe he should have been a warrior or a general. Because if this kid is going to be the Savior and save us from the Romans, well then he ought to be able to lead an army, don't you think? Although, wait a minute, that's not right, is it? Because the angel said... You shall name him Jesus, which of course, you know, means Savior in Hebrew. And he says, you shall name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So, (laughs) how's he going to do that? I mean, this doesn't make any sense to me. How in the world is this kid going to grow up and save anybody from their sins? I mean, how do you do that? What kind of Savior is this going to be anyway? Well, this will do the trick. This will bear the load. That's right. Benjamin's cart won't break now. (laughs) Would you join me in a word of prayer? Lord Jesus, we thank You that You came into the world, but that You did not come with pomp and circumstance. You did not come in power and glory, but that when You came into the world, You came to peasants. You were worshipped by shepherds. You grew up in anonymity and weakness. That during Your ministry, You spent Your ministry among those who were sinful and broken. You did not go to the rich and powerful, but You went to the poor and the broken. And we thank You, Jesus, that today You are here for us not when we're all together and all perfect, but when we are broken and sinful. And that You, Jesus, went all the way to the cross in order to save us.
And so, Jesus, we love you, and we pray this season that we would see not only the manger, but that we would see all the way to the cross and know that you loved us to such a great extent. And so, Lord, be at work in our hearts, be at work in our lives. Thank you for this Christmas season. Thank you for these carols, for these people here. And we pray now as we continue to sing that you would receive our worship, that you would be pleased, that your presence would be here among us. And we pray this in the name of Christ. Amen. Would you please stand? And let's continue in our carol sing. Gift is given, so God impart. 
his hand. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters him. Oh, holy child of Bethlehem, descend on us, Jesus.
now, Heavenly Father, I pray that You would send Your people out full of joy, the joy of Christ in their hearts. That, Lord Jesus, Christmas might not simply be a, a nostalgic holiday for us or merely a time for family, but it might be a time when You, Jesus, come and You live inside of us and through us. And so, Lord, send us out as those like the shepherds who proclaim the good news that Christ is born, that our lives and our families and the things we say and do might proclaim to everyone the reality of Jesus. We pray this all in His name. Amen. Christmas. Have a great night.